Okay, hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be talking about receiving feedback and how we receive feedback, uh, how do we take constructive criticism, and to some degree, how do we how do we give that constructive criticism to people, uh, especially those of us who are in positions of leadership? How do we how do we do that well, and how do we help people become better, and then of course, how do we receive that type of instruction uh, so we can be people who are lifelong learners and people who are continually growing in our profession? Because that's that's the only way to be as a as a leader is you have to be willing to grow, and sometimes that is uncomfortable because in order for something to to grow, it first must die. So there are things that must die, and then that allows us to go forward as professionals. And yeah, I, that's something this off season I've really been thinking about is how do I help my program continue to move forward and how do I become a better coach and what are some processes for that? So I'm going to share an email uh, I got today from Brian Kite and I'll put a, a link to that in the uh, show notes and he he get, he sends out a really good daily email and um, <laughs> he trust me he pays me nothing to to talk about it and I just think it's really good I thought today's really spoke to me and maybe it will help somebody else out there uh, as we we talk about it but before we get into that some some shameless plugs for uh, for some episodes that have recently uh, been put up on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. The first one, the most recent one, is called Clinic Notes, and I go through the 2014 Nike Coach of the Year notes, clinic notes that I took, and it uh, it is something that uh, I think can be helpful, right, uh, when people go to clinics and they take notes I always not always but oftentimes I will ask people who go to clinics hey can I get some of your notes from that and not trying to use something I didn't pay for but just asking for hey was there some nuggets you got that maybe you want to share because as coaches we can't go to every clinic and I think it's good just to share knowledge because there's there's really no secrets in our business I don't I don't think that anybody has a secret sauce as far as scheme or culture or things of that nature people just do do it different ways and that's cool that's awesome and I I know as a coach I'm always trying to find as much information as I can in the off season so when we go into the season the plan is set and we have discerned what is the the best course forward and how do we press into that knowledge and how do we try to get the most out of our players and out of our season. The one after that is called Power T Football. It's a mini book review about uh, a book called Power T Football that was written in 1971 uh, by some coaches at Oregon State University. And it's, it's a good read. I haven't read all of it. I was just looking through certain chapters. I was looking for certain things uh, because I think as a coach, the longer – the longer you do this, the more you know what you're looking for. 
there are certain things that as a coach I like. There are certain things that I just I'm tended to to want to do. So for me that's running the football, that's certain personnel groupings, that's play action pass, that's quick game. And yeah, and that's okay to like that. Personal preference is a is a good thing. And that's what makes coaching football so fun to me. Because as we look at how do we go forward in the off season, man, there's a bunch of different ways to do that. But football, man, people can run all different sorts of offenses and defenses and yeah, that's cool. It's it's very diverse, especially at the high school level. College less and then pro definitely less but in high school there's a range of different schemes I think that diversity makes it fun to be a coach and then lastly talking about previous podcasts I had uh, the head coach at Williamstown High School on the podcast his name is Chris Beck and he talks about power counter ISO program philosophy defensive philosophy Man, he does a, a great job on the podcast, and I really appreciate his wisdom. And I've actually gone back and listened to, to different parts of it to to make take some mental notes about what he was talking about and maybe how we can use some of the things that, that he mentions going forward with our program. And, man, that that's one of the cool parts about being a football coach is it really is a fraternity. And people – are willing to share people are willing to let you let you into their thought process and as a coach we have to filter that through our lens through the things that we prefer the things that we think will work for our program and then take what is best and and use it if that's just one nugget every off season great that's awesome sometimes it's more sometimes it's less and yeah as a coach we are growing Right? We are growing, and one of the ways we grow is receiving feedback from others, or you could also use the term constructive criticism, and then how do we as the leaders, as head coaches, or maybe you're a coordinator and you have people under you, how do we give people feedback that is useful? Because I think a lot of times, I know me as a coach, I look back on my career, and I think I'd I gave somebody feedback that was emotional or it was something they couldn't work on. And I did not do a good job of giving feedback that was useful because yeah, did it, did it make me feel better to maybe get on a coach about something? Yeah. But did it fix the problem? No. And you know, the problem or the the challenge, right? Yeah. So how do I, as the leader, how do I, as the the head coach, how do I help people grow and become better coaches so we can become a better program and our players have a better experience? So without further ado, let's get into, into this a little bit. So this, uh, this email is titled, Today is the Most Important Day of Your Life. And yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely, because what happened yesterday, you can't, you can't change. What happens tomorrow is out of your control. But what's happening today, right now, 
is something that we can control. It's something that we can we can take advantage of, right? That we are just trying to be the best we can today. And I'll read through some of the, the email, then we'll, we'll, we'll comment on it, and I'll put a link to this in, uh, in the show notes. So it says, when you receive feedback or criticism, instead of defending yourself or trying to disprove it, repeat the feedback out loud. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. So and I've been in different settings where people are talking about leadership and they they would say, "Hey, make let's let's have the person really clarify what they're what they're telling us." Right? So when somebody gives me criticisms, gives give, somebody gives me criticism, gives you criticism, let's make sure we understand exactly what they are criticizing. And I would also say not everybody's opinion matters. So I, I don't think Bill Belichick is asking me for scheme advice for the New England Patriots, right? He's not checking Twitter to see, hey, what should I call on third down against the, the Titans, right? That's not something that he is doing. He is taking criticism – or, or feedback, right? Feedback's a, a little easier term to digest there. He's taking feedback from people who he trusts, right? Uh, what's, the, what's the saying? Never, never take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. So, yeah, I mean, there is definitely a, a, way, a, a way that we should operate. So if it's just it's a fan or it's somebody on social media critiquing us as a coach, man, let's, let's just leave that be. Let's not, let's not even go into that. Let's just let that lie because that's not worth our time. It really is not. Uh, and that can be hard, right, in the age of social media and Twitter and Facebook. And that can be really difficult for coaches. It's, it was difficult for me for a long time. And I think what's important is that we do have people that speak into our lives, but it's people we trust and it's people whose opinions are valid, who actually have some knowledge of how to help us move forward. And one of the things I like to do when I meet the people, meet with people who give feedback, is I actually bring a notebook and I write down things that they say and I ask them to clarify what they are saying. And then I will ask them, hey, well, how would you? implement this how would you fix the perceived challenge that you're that you're bringing to me and I try to restate their their feedback so they can they can clarify if I'm misunderstanding what they're saying and what I what I find is oftentimes we are on we're maybe not on the same page but we're in the same chapter and maybe it's a misunderstanding of hey school policy says we have to do certain things this way or athletic policy and this is why we do it like this and when it's explained to the person usually they say oh okay so you can't do it this way because of whatever whatever reason and a lot of times the situation is resolved and it usually comes down to just a misunderstanding right of what was happening why that was happening what were all the facts right so when we make decisions we try to we try to gather 
the information. So that, you know, everybody's situation is different, right? When you're dealing with players and, and things of that nature. So we're taking in their information and discerning how can we help them move, move forward. Uh, and then he goes he, later on in the email, it says even better if you repeat it out loud to the person who criticized you or provide the feedback, like, right, like we just talked about. This approach, one, helps you gain clarity on what was said and understand the implications. Two, demonstrates to you and the other person that you're willing to honestly evaluate the feedback. And three, ensures that you think about the feedback in a deliberate and disciplined way. And this helps us stay humble, right? And it helps us to remain calm because, man, goodness, I think, a lot of times it's hard when we're, we're receiving feedback to stay calm when it's an emotional situation. Football's an emotional game. Coaching football's an emotional game. Playing football's an emotional game. And for us as leaders, it's important that we can step back and analyze what is being said and then with humility accept it. And then do we make a change? Is it something that, man – I really need to change that. I really need to look more deeply into this because I'm blind to this. And we all have those spots, right? We all have those blind spots where we don't see something. And we need people in our lives to help us see those blind spots so we can we can move forward. And I was also thinking about, man, how do I address feedback to my coaches? Number one, I need to be more gentle with myself so I can be more gentle with other people. Because when I'm harsh to myself about things that did not go as planned, then that comes out to other people. And so, yeah, at the core of it, it's be more gentle with myself, right? Be more gentle with yourself about things that didn't go as planned. And that helps us to press pause, to relax, to take that sigh, right? And then, hey, well, I have shortcomings. Everybody has shortcomings. Everybody falls short. Nobody's perfect. So how do we use our available talents, right, our resources, to do the best job we can? And that is really what we're looking to do. How do we do the best job we can do? And that really takes some weight, I know, off my shoulders when I'm only thinking about how can we just do the best. And that's different for every program. That's different for everybody. We all are wired differently. And I think it's important that we are just going forward and trying to take the available information and make the best decisions possible. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great day.